Father God, we just thank you so much for just giving us another day of life, Father. Father, we lift you up at this time knowing that you have full control of this atmosphere, Father, that we stand in. Father, we are here for you. Let your power reign, Father, over your people that are watching at this time. Father, we pray that your Holy Spirit reign over your people now, Father. Father, as we sing, as we worship you, Father, with the lifting of our hands, Father, with the bowing of our knees, Father, we declare, Father, an atmosphere of praise as we worship you, Father. Let our spirit cry out, Abba, Father. Let everything that comes out of our mouths, let it be a reflection of our obedience, Father. Of our bowing down in submission to you, Father. Have your way this morning. Father, we thank you for the justice that your power brings to your people, Father. Father, justice is all yours, Father, as we're going to sing in a moment. So we continue to trust in you, Father, in your power, in your word, for what you say we are, Father. Father, never let us lead to our own understanding, Father, but trust in your guidance and what you want us to think and do, Father, and say. Bring peace over your people today, Father. We pray. In Jesus' name.
te elevamos en este momento llevamos nuestra adoración a tus atrios que puedas construirnos nuevamente
recibir toda oración.
morning, everyone, and we'd like to welcome you to Commitment Church or Commitment.online. We thank you so much for joining us uh, week after week and just being a part of what God is doing within Commitment Community Church, a place for all nations. I, I wanted to first let you know that this service is a little different because every fifth Sunday, we have something called our POW service, which is an acronym that stands for the power of worship. Um, and we want to let you know that there won't be necessarily a traditional teaching during this time, but it's a time that we, we pause, we reflect, we pray, we seek the Lord, we petition him through worship and also prayer. Uh, but I wanted to also uh, pause a minute to just uh, address some of the things that are happening uh, in our society today. Uh, we all know what is happening, has happened to George Floyd and Ahmaud Arbery and many other hosts of, of men and women that unfortunately have tragically lost their lives in the United States of America. And uh, I think it's, it's a responsibility that I have as your pastor or a, a pastor and a proclaimer of the word of God is to pause a minute just to to speak to your hearts, more specifically to speak to the church. You see, I want to address the church because at the end of the day, uh, the world is powerless as it relates to dealing with the racial and the cultural divide and the, the unfortunate, uh, uh, continuous tragic, in, tragic incidents that are happening within our country. So if we are trying to impose something that is meant for the church to do, I believe it is totally inappropriate, but I believe it's appropriate for us to embrace our responsibility as the people of God, no matter your race, your culture, your social and economic class. So I want to speak to two parts of the church. One, the commitment community church part of the church, uh, because we are a place of all nations, a place that no matter what your race or culture is, you could come in to worship together as one. So I believe uh, humbly and confidently that many, many years ago, God, by his sovereign grace, has designed us as a church for this moment in time in history. So I just want to challenge you to stand up and, and take an account for who you are as, uh, no matter if you're white, you're black, you're Asian, you're, you're uh, Hispanic, whoever you are within our church, your responsibility before the cross of Christ is to carry your cross uh, of Christ, no matter where you are, but do it in a way that it's grace, there's grace attached to it, there's justice attached to it, yes, but then also that there's the love of the Lord Jesus Christ that is permeating every word and every action that you take that communicates a spirit of unity, not divisiveness. I believe we as a church, uh, we, can, we can display the race of Christ, that ultimately at the, at the foot of the cross of Christ, we become one because of the blood of Jesus Christ. So I want to encourage you, again, to stand up and, and not uh, allow um, what maybe you have uh, permitted at the dinner table or permitted at the, at the coffee pot at work or permitted at uh, any uh, other family gathering or gatherings of friends. If you've heard inappropriate conversations, if you've heard in, any if you've seen any, in, any inappropriate gestures, it is your responsibility to stand up as a light of, of the cross of Christ and untolerate it. But but manage your part of the world. 
because we can still do something about our part of the world, which begins with your family, your friends, your work environment, your social environment. It's your responsibility, my responsibility. But then also I like to speak to the church. Listen, unfortunately, another black man lost his life. It's tragic. It's unfortunate. And and unfortunately, it was at the hands of another white brother or another white man, if you would. But our responsibility as black brothers, white brothers, black sisters, white sisters, and anything in between, Asian, Latino, Hispanic, whoever you associate with now culturally and racially, it, it is your responsibility to embrace the sovereignty of God. What do I mean by that? At the end of the day, God has made me black. At the end of the day, God has made you white. God has made you Hispanic. God has made you Latino, Latina. God has made you Asian. No matter who you are, God has sovereignly allowed you to be that skin tone, that skin complexion, that grade of hair or no hair. God has sovereignly created you, me, to grow up wherever we have grown up in the United States of America. And it is our responsibility to to embrace the sovereignty of God. God just doesn't make mistakes, bottom line. And if he doesn't make mistakes, there then is a responsibility that we have, and that is to steward who we are. In other words, if you are a white man, it is your responsibility to steward your your privileges that you have in the United States of America. It is your responsibility as a black man or any other type of race or culture Again, the social economic class, no matter, no matter who you are, it is your God-given responsibility based upon the sovereignty of God, and that is to manage who He has create, created you to be. And when He has created you, and when you embrace whom He's created you to be, there's, a, there's an undercurrent of confidence that occurs, and it is this, is that God has designed me to make a difference in the life of others. God has so strategically designed me to be able to be a steward of something strategically assigned for me, for me to do. So my challenge to you, no matter who you are in the church today, will you stand up to do, to be, to say, to become exactly whom God has so appropriately designed for you to be for this moment in time in history? That includes dealing with injustices and anything else because we have the answer as a church. Church, we have the answer, and the the answer is Christ and Christ alone. But Christ manifests himself through people like you, like me. He manifests himself through a white man, a black man, a purple man, a pink man, a white woman or man. God manifest his glory and his power and his majesty because we're all created in his image but we have a responsibility again to god almighty who is sovereign and who has made you who you are today and that is to is to be a steward of who you are so i challenge today as i as i posted on facebook unmute your life unmute your life it's time for your life to speak It's time for your life to exemplify the character of Jesus Christ, which does not tolerate injustice, period. It just doesn't doesn't tolerate it. Listen, let let me be candid with you today. If we can lay our lives down for an animal, 
Are you willing to lay your life down for a human being created in the image of God Almighty? The challenge that you and I face is to stop talking about what we're supposed to do as a church and start doing and being who we are called and created to be as a church. There's one nation, one tribe, one tongue because of the finished work of Jesus Christ, and this is totally unacceptable. Our responsibility is to live what we believe. If it is written, so let it be done in our lives. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. And that does not mean and it does not have any conditions on the color of someone's skin. Let's see every human being as he sees every human being. And that is valuable enough to send his only son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross of him. So I challenge you today, church, to rise up to be whom God has called to create you to be. Because the door of opportunity is closing on us. And it is our responsibility to be who God has called to create us to be before it's too late. Father, I just pray in the name of Jesus that you, you speak to our hearts as we spend time with you in prayer and worship. God, break our hearts what breaks yours. God, let us remove the excuses. God, let us become men and women of courage and confidence in you not concerned about what other people think of us or what say about us. But God, let us always and only think about first what you think and what you say about us. Help us, God, to be that light in a dark world. We need, we need your light to shine like never before. Spirit of God, please fall afresh upon us. My God, I pray. Like never before, my God, I pray that you will fall afresh upon your church, awaken your church, oh God, to be everything she is called and created to be, to honor you and glorify you, God, in ways that we can never think or imagine. Allow the Lord to turn this world upside down. Do it today. Do it in our generation, oh God. Don't tarry any longer, my God. Do it in our day, we pray. And as we continue this time together, I'm just going to walk us through, and we're going to pray through uh, Micah chapter 6, verses 1 through 8, but specifically Micah uh, chapter 6, verse 8, which reads, which reads this way. He has told you, O man, what is good, and what does the Lord require of you, but to do justice, to love kindness, and to walk humbly before your God.
Your kingdom come. 
We're going to now just turn our attention to Micah chapter 6. Micah chapter 6, and I encourage you to read the entire chapter, but I'm going to begin by reading some excerpts from the previous verses to verse number 8. Verse 1, Micah chapter 6 says, Hear now what the Lord is saying. Arise, plead your case before the mountains, and let the hills hear your voice. Listen, you mountains, to the indictment, it says, of the Lord, and you enduring foundations of the earth, because the Lord has a case against his people. It says, even with Israel, he will dispute my people. What have I done to you? And how have I wearied you? Answer me. Jesus, God is saying to his church. But then if you continue to go down and skip to verse number six, it says, with what shall I come to the Lord and, how, and bow myself before the God on high? Shall I come to him with burnt offerings? with yearling calves does the Lord take delight in the thousands of rams in 10,000 rivers of oil shall I present my firstborn for my rebellious acts the fruit of my body for the sins of my soul then verse 8 it says this he has told you O man what is good and what does the, re the Lord require of you and here this is the key points it says but to do justice, to love kindness, and to walk humbly before your God. We're going to just pray through a few portions of that today. But I want to give you a couple of key words when it, he says this to you and to me. God has already challenged you and I and given us what is good and what is required of us. There's nothing else that he needs to say to us as the church, honestly. He has already set the stage. He has already said to us what is good and what is required. The word good means this. He has given to us what is already agreeable, what is already valuable, what is already ethical. Think about that. You as a church already have what we need to agree upon. You already have what is valuable. You already have what is ethical. There's no need to look around you, but look within you. Look within the scriptures. Look within the basic teachings of our faith. We have already what is good. But he's also given us what is required of us. This word required means this. What, he, what is already seen, what he sees. This is what God already sees. This is what you already see is required of you. This word require also means this is what he's demanded of us. Listen, church, we are without excuse. He has given us requirements. He has given us what is good. He has given us what is ethical, what is right. He has given us what he is demanding from us today as his church. So my challenge to you today is, is as we navigate through verse number eight, you know, really examine your heart. Pray this for yourself Pray this for your family. Pray this for your city, for your state, for your country. Pray this for generations to come, that we will be a people who, who do, just, do justice, that we love kindness and we walk humbly before God. So let's look at the first point here, again in verse number 8. We are to do justice. 
The word do means this. We are to produce or to we, or we are to bring about justice. It's, it's almost like God is saying that it is our responsibility to produce, bear fruit, bring about justice. We serve a just God, but God also used just people to do a just work, to do what is right. The word justice means this. It is rectitude, or it means moral, morally correct behavior. So think about that. So I believe through the power of the Holy Spirit, He places within us individually this morally correct behavior, this God consciousness, this conviction of the Holy Spirit that He places within each one of us. My challenge to you today is, are you willing to be morally correct? Are you willing to do what is required of you to be morally correct? And that means not participating in sin around you, not participating in conversations around you, not allowing it anymore, period. Not even allowing yourself to have conversations on the inside that is unjust. It is our responsibility. It is what's good. It is what is required. It is what God is demanding of us today. Let's pray. Can you pray right now in your own words about doing justice? That God would help you personally. Don't worry about the world right now. Worry about your part of the world. And it begins with your personal heart. Just cascade that outward now to your spouse, your children, your family, your extended family, your close friends, that they too would do justice. Pray, for, pray this upon your city, the government officials, your state officials. For the United States of America, our president, the cabinet, and the senators, the congressmen and women, all of them pray that they will do justice because it is good and is required of them as well. Pray for the world. But most of all, pray for the church. Father, we thank you so much because you are a just God. Your finger, my God, is always on the scale. God, the king's heart is in the Lord's hand, and it's like a running river that you can control whatever direction that you will. You raise up, you bring down. Father, we put our trust in your justice today, but we also pray that you will help us navigate our lives our friendships, our relationships. Help the church navigate through this climate, God, that we may be a church, Lord, that is truly without spot or blemish that you're coming back for. Awaken her today to do justice because it is good and it is required of us. In Jesus' name. us to mercy. Help us pursue justice, Lord. Help us pursue mercy. Help us be humble like you are. 
Help us be holy like you are, Lord. Santo, santo, santo eres tú, Señor. Ayúdanos a unirnos con los ángeles y a aquellos ancianos que cantan santo, santo, santo y no se cansan de declamarlo. Tú eres santo, Cristo. Eres santo, Padre.
bless your name, Lord. We bless your name, God. We're continuing to pray and sing through and sing to our Lord with our hearts open wide to receive from God today during our power of worship service. And we're praying through Micah chapter 6, uh, particularly verse number 8. Again, but to do justice, to love kindness, and to walk humbly before your God. These are the two, these are the three things God is saying that is good for us to do and it is required for us to do. Is to do justice. Secondly, we're going to pray through, we are to love kindness. This word love means to be a lover of or to love, for, to have love for another. To be a lover of kindness, to have love for another. The word kindness means mercy, goodness, faithfulness, love, acts of kindness. It is literally the characteristics of God who remains faithful. He faithfully loves to be kind. He faithfully pursues us. So can you pray with me today, right now, for yourself, again, for your family, for generations to come, for your city, your state, your country, the world. God, we just reflect right now. And we examine our hearts. We examine our hearts, God, to become men and women who love kindness. Help us to be lover of kindness. To be men and women, God, who love others as you first loved us. Forgive us, God, when we have not been lovers of kindness. But establish this in our hearts. We open our hearts. We open our lives. Peel back the veil, my God. The dark secrets. Lord, the... Lord, that that divisive spirit, that jealous spirit, that religious spirit, Lord, that hinders us from loving all people all the time. Replace it with a sincere love that unites, not divides. A love that even is forgiving when we don't understand. Help us, Lord, to, to close the racial and cultural divide in our country, in our churches, through a spirit of loving kindness that is so desperately needed. God, you've given us your Holy Spirit. And one of the fruit of the Spirit is love, is kindness. Let it be so in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. I'd like to call Pastor Jose up with me. And if you could bring the, the sacraments up with us uh, right there, yeah, that would be great. I think it's, it's right there on the floor. <laughs> I apologize. Underneath my chair. Thank you so much. Yeah. And Pastor Jose is going to come up with me. And uh, we're going to lead you in the sacraments today.
if um, God, would you let him use your mic, please? Yeah, thank you. Uh, some of you stopped by the church on yesterday, and uh, we passed out uh, some of these portable uh, sacraments, and we would like to now cause us to reflect. And I believe one of the best places to do it in this context today is is loving kindness or love kindness because it really displays and communicates uh, the love of Jesus Christ the unadulterated unconditional unimaginable love of, of Christ muchos ayer pasaron por la iglesia y recogieron nuestro nuestros elementos para poder tomar la santa cena en sus hogares Queremos en este momento uh, tomar este tiempo para recordarnos de, de nuestro Señor Jesucristo, del amor y la misericordia que Él nos ha brindado por medio de su Hijo que murió en la cruz de Calvario. Amen. We hold in our hands uh, this wafer, how perfectly round it looks. Contamos en nuestras manos este wafer que es circular y es perfecto en, en un círculo. Though it's perfect to the eyes, it cannot compare to the perfect sacrifice of the death of Jesus Christ. So as we partake together, let us remember how Jesus was beaten and bruised and tormented beyond recognition. El crucificado en la cruz de Calvario, todo el dolor que él sintió en esos momentos para nosotros. Amen. So let us all partake of the body in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Tomemos el cuerpo en nombre del Padre, del Hijo y del Espíritu Santo. But then again, we hold in our hands the, the juice that represents the, the perfect blood of Jesus Christ. Una vez más, tenemos el evento del jugo que representa la sangre de Cristo the blood that washes away our sins past, present and even future la sangre que lava de todo pecado del presente, pasado y del futuro let us partake of the juice representing the blood of Jesus in the name of the Father, Son and the Holy Spirit tomemos del jugo representando la sangre de Cristo en el Padre y el Espíritu Father, it calls us to remember. Ayúdanos a recordarnos. Help us to see Jesus. Que podamos ver a Cristo. On the cross. En la cruz. Suffering for us. Sufriendo por nosotros. Help us to see Jesus. Ayúdanos a ver a Cristo. Giving up everything. Dando todo. Because he loved us. Porque él nos amó before we even had a chance to love him. Seal this in our hearts today. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.
up and sing together say covered
your grace that we're covered (laughs) no matter what we have done no matter who I am matter of fact no matter who I will ever be my God you will cover me and he will cover you by his blood by his finished work today there may be somebody who's who's been watching and you may be wondering what in the world are we doing here Um, listen uh, some of this may be resonating with you and and I believe um, the way it can even resonate uh, more intimately is by allowing Jesus Christ to intervene in your life and cover you cover you by his blood by his finished work that many many years ago he came to die on the cross for uh, people like you and me listen you may feel as though you've done nothing wrong but yet there's this void on the inside there's this missing ingredient in your life and it in life is just not lining up properly could it be that you need to allow him to to cover you and by enveloping you by his love or with his love through his finished work And before we go on to our final uh, area of prayer, I would like to give you an opportunity that if you, again, you're watching and you've never surrendered your life to Christ, you never allowed him to envelop you with his love and to allow you to become his son or his daughter, uh, this is a great opportunity to do this today. Again, you may be observing what is going on in our world today and you feel powerless. The beautiful thing that I have, that you can have, is a relationship with God through Christ that turns a powerless situation into a possible situation uh, through his power and his power alone. So you like to pray with me to surrender your life to Christ today. I'd like to do that right now. All you need to do is just say these simple words. It's like wedding vows. They're so simple, but they last for a lifetime. You just say, Lord Jesus, forgive me. Forgive me of my sins because I've chosen up until this point to live a life apart from you. But today, Jesus, I understand that you came to die for me. You were buried for me. You rose again from the grave just for me. Jesus, please come into my heart, my life, to live forever, to rule and reign from this day forward. Jesus. Be the Lord of my life. In your name I pray. Now, a final area that we are praying through in Micah chapter 6, verse 8. Again, it says, He has told you, O man, what is good, and what does the Lord require of you? To do justice, to love kindness, and here's our final point, and to walk humbly with your God. Listen, for you to do justice and to love kindness You can't do it without walking humbly before God. You see, it's very interesting when you look at the word, these two key words, walk and humble, and humbly. The word walk means to the, it means this, it's a manner of life. It's light, one's life should be a life of humility. But it also means this, it's interesting, the word walk means life and it also means death. And I think what what the word is really trying to say to you and me is that we must walk in a way of humility from life, our birth, to death. 
that, that everything in our dash account, I like to say affectionately, and that's the date of which you were born and the date in which you died, that part of your life should be a life of humility. And the word humble or humbly means this, not arrogant or boastful, or here's the best definition I've ever uh, read or understood about humility. It is a correct estimate of yourself. In other words, that the scripture reminds us and tells us to never think too highly of ourselves. Or you can say that I always know that he is God, I'm not. He is all-powerful, I'm not. He knows everything, I know nothing. Right? He can do everything, I can do nothing. Right? For apart from him, we can't do anything. So that place of humility in life is to understand that every single waking moment of my life, that God even captured my dreams, that even in my dreams, there's not a part of me that is boastful. There's not a part of me that thinks that it can do and survive or be or exist apart from you. So if you can just pause right now to pray this final area. And this final area, again, is to be men and women who walk humbly before God. Can you pray that for you yourself? Pray that for you yourself. Pray that for your family. Pray for generations that will come from you. Pray for your neighborhood, cities and towns and states. Pray for our country. Pray for the church. That help, God help us as the church to know that we are absolutely powerless without you. And that God, as long as we have breath on this earth, God, we are to walk in a way that is a correct estimate of ourselves. Help us to remember, my God, where you have brought us from. God, if all of us can peel back the veils of our hearts, how wicked would we be apart from you, Jesus? Help us to hold on to this, believe this, know without a shadow of a doubt that you have created us and molded us in our mother's womb, God, and you have made us for a moment in time in history, God, to display the spirit of humility like never before. So, Father, I pray that you will fall as fresh upon us, that we will be that people, that church, Again, that bride, as we pray before, that is without spot or blemish. And God, let this be uh, and begin in a place and a posture of humility. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, we say amen. Amen. And as we seek uh, and to wrap all of this up, we thank you so much for joining us today and just being a part of what we're doing here at Commitment Church. And we look forward to seeing you face-to-face -face one day. One day we'll be able to uh, gather together and we'll be giving you more information as the days progress and get closer to regathering together. But we'd like to continue to ask you to continue to financially contribute to the work that God has given us to do here at Commitment Church, a place for all nations. And we only want to encourage you that there's five ways to give, right? There's five ways to give, and that is you can give... Uh, Traditionally, through uh, check or cash, you can mail it in, drop it off here at the church. You can give via the website and just click on the Give button. You can also give through the ch church app. You can download it on the Google PlayStation or the Apple app, Apple Store app. 
And then lastly, we have uh, an opportunity for you to text to give. And that is at this number. You text Commitment Church to this number. That's 77977. So Commitment Church, one word, Commitment Church to 77977. Seven seven nine seven seven. There you go. Seven seven nine seven seven. Remember to follow us on Instagram, Twitter. Subscribe to our podcast, YouTube channel, all that wonderful stuff. And and if you want to be encouraged throughout the week, I send out a weekly what I call wires to encourage you. Uh, every Wednesday at noon, you can go to loveallnations.org. That is loveallnations.org to subscribe to those videos. Listen, I love you. Thank you so much for tuning in today. And we look forward to God doing some amazing things in your life. And uh, in the power of the Holy Spirit, in the name of Jesus, amen. God bless you. Way beyond what is in front of me, further than my eyes could ever see. There's a battle for my soul, but the war's already won. Oh, for in Christ I have the victory. Sin and death has lost its grip on me. The chains have been broken. I've been set free. Indeed, so I'm gonna lift my shout. I'm gonna dance like David dance. I don't care who is around. I need to bless your name. I need to give you praise for everything you are, Lord. I worship on the shame. I worship you. I worship you. I worship you. I worship you. in front of me further than my eyes could ever see there's a battle for my soul but the war's already won for in Christ I have the victory sin and death has lost its grip on me the chains have been broken set free indeed so I'm gonna lift my hands I'm gonna raise a shout I'm gonna dance like David dance I don't care who is around I need to bless your name I need to give you praise for everything you are Lord I worship unashamed I'm gonna lift my hands I'm gonna raise a shout I'm gonna dance like David dance I don't care who is around. I need to bless your name. I need to give you praise for everything you are, Lord. I worship unashamed. I worship you. I worship you. I worship you.
worship you, Lord, in spirit and truth. I will worship. I will worship you. I worship you, Lord, in spirit and truth. I will worship. I will worship you. Amen. Let's celebrate with this last song. Amen. You were made for this. Uh, if you know it, just sing it with us. Amen. Back by popular demand. chosen still in his plans you must be tested as gold so in the wait in the face of the unknown stand strong look up leave no room for doubt in your heart this is your moment step out in faith this is your time in history to make your mark just let go and let God this is the moment you were born for stand up and walk in the strength of the lord come and take your place in history you were made for this oh you were made for this yeah walk on afraid when faced with a giant he's made a way just have to follow his lead to victory he will deliver you be still believe and trust even when you can't see because this is your moment step out in faith this is your time in history to make your mind just let go and let god this is your moment you were born for Stand up and walk in the strength of the Lord. Come and take your place in history. You were made for this. Be not afraid. He will deliver you. For you were made for this. Be not afraid. He will deliver you. For you were made for this. This is your moment. Step out in 
thing This is your time in history to make your mind Just let go and let God This is the moment you were born for Stand up and walk in the strength of the Lord Come and take your place in history You were made for this believe it you gotta believe it you were made for this he's made you for this amen praise the lord